Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dude, the Ringside Crew. This is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Damaku. Ringside Ring. This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Broadway. Like the headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dank, Brendan Decker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Summers. Come- I'm Shorty. Sure Charles 25. Where you are watching the International News. It's Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans. Welcome to another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther, the third, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, all colored in pumpkins and vampires in the middle of the mosh pit, it's the happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside Girl? What's going on, International? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Harley? What's going on, Joe? <laughs> hey, Harley. Oh, my God. Harley, welcome back, Mama. We missed you, girl. <laughs> She's our OG, man. We missed the Harley. Yeah. Missed the Harley. Yeah. OG fan, indies. She loves them indies. PPW yeah. in the house. Why are we dancing? I don't know, because I'm Joe and I do that. Cats dance. All right. <laughs> yeah, I know. You ready to get, some, get the baggie out and dump it on the floor, Geek? Yeah, why? Because let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to Jordy Sparkles. Hey, guys. How are you? How's it Good. going? Welcome, Jordy. Yeah, hey, what's going on, Max? Hey, Max. Welcome. What's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Jordy, if... Our American wrestling fans are not familiar with you, and why would they not be? Introduce yourself. All right. Well, my name is Jordy Sparkles. I'm from Melbourne, Australia, and I've been wrestling for four years now. And here in Melbourne, I train at the MCW Academy. Mm-hmm. Harley says hi to you. <laughs> hi, Harley. <laughs> She's a wrestling fan, a connoisseur. As they would say, she is the loudest fan in the arena. She could be sitting in the last row. You'll hear her in the ring. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. She's from my my home state, my Keystone state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Geek. Next question. So, who trained you? Um. So I. Where do I begin? So I've been wrestling for four years now, and my first academy I trained at was at PCW, Professional Championship Wrestling, and I was trained under my head trainer at the time, Tricky, who I still have a good relationship with, and it was basically just, you know, getting the basics down, like how to front bump, how to do all the forward rolls and all that, and eventually I worked and I did that for about six or so months until I had my first match, and from then on, it was developing like my move sets and all that, and then, and then yeah. Later on that year, we had a training seminar with Buddy Murphy at the time from WWE. Wow. Who was, yeah, he was on the Australian tour when he won the two hundred five live championship here in Melbourne. He ran a seminar, and I was I was shitting myself 
when I got in when I when I got in the car to drive there because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna meet an inspiration who's inspired me to wrestle. And yeah, when we got in there, you know, Buddy was such a nice person. And from there, you know, it was basically, you know, doing the stuff that like they do in like the WWE tryouts, like a hundred squats and running the ropes fifty times and all the international spots with in-ring storytelling and match structure and in-ring storyline telling and, and all that. And yeah, it was one of the most incredible experiences of my life. And yeah, it, from there, you know, not long after that year after, Tennille Dashwood, also known as Emma, ran a seminar as well. And oh, that year of just two people from WWE at the time training me, it was one of the most incredible experiences of my life. And from then on, like, it gave me so much confidence in myself as a wrestler of, like, you know, going out there, playing my character, telling an amazing story. And, yeah, the, the people that I had trained me, like, in and outside WWE, like, I'm so blessed to, to you know, just have these incredible people in my life. And obviously, I'm, I'm at MCW now, and I've got new trainers, Jay and Kristen, who are my head trainers. And if if you ever train at MCW, I promise you, Jay and Kristen are like the most kindest and sweetest people you'll ever meet. But at the same time, they will push you to your boundaries in training. Definitely. See, I think I think that's like the best part of it, that when you have a trainer, they they're really nice to you but they push you to your limit and that's the most important part you can't be like oh we're just gonna train you and be soft hand they gotta be rough on you so you could take the bumps the right way and you don't do it wrong and you don't hurt yourself you know what i mean oh, oh yeah 100 percent. because you know one thing that my head trainer jay always tells me and he just wants the best for me and everyone in the academy because that's the kind of person that he is if we're ever, if i'm ever taking like a clothesline or a back elbow, and I'll take the bumps. He'll say to me sometimes, really attack the mat. And, and you know, I need that stuff because it's like in the ring, you have to be safe and you have to protect yourself along with your opponent. And it's like, you know, they push you to the point where it's like, you know, eventually it will just naturally click in. And that's, and you know, like, like I said, like the people here in Australia that have trained me, they know what they're talking about and I'm just, I'm grateful to have them in my life. Yeah. So who would you say, uh, Jordy, who would you say your dream opponent is? My dream opponent here, here in Melbourne. Any, anybody, it could be anybody, forbidden door style. Male, female, old school, new school. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. There's a few, but if I could list, I, I have to go top three. Is that okay? Okay. I love the top three. The top three is good. So there are three Aussies here in Melbourne that I that I I would really love to have a match with. They would be Adam Brooks and the Natural Classics Tom and Stevie Philippe. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah the, the three of them, you know, they're really awesome at what they do, and yeah, they're they're top blokes, and yeah, they're just people that I would really love to get in the ring with, and it would be a great experience, and. Yeah, but like I said, it, I, I generally think it's just one of those things that I just got to keep working hard and just keep working towards because, you know, opportunities don't just come like that. You have to earn them. Yes, totally. In the wrestling business, it's like 
you just can't walk in there and think you, you're going to get the number one contendership and win the championship at the next show. You have to build yourself up like a Lego set. You can't yeah. just walk in and be like, I got this. I, I made the I made the Death Star immediately, and I think I'm the best in the world. No, you have to you have to take your bumps. You you can't yeah. just I'm the best. No, <laughs> you learn hard that way. Yeah. Sorry, Trey. Our friend Max has. Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? My favorite wrestler growing up, I'd say Edge. Edge was Edge. my inspiration growing up, and still to this day, he's my inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Growing up watching Edge, I thought he was awesome. And when he had my favorite match with Edge, would have to have been the Mick Foley one in the No Disqualifications match when Edge speared him through that playing table. That match was that was literally the one that made me want to be a wrestler. Like he was, yeah. This Edge, he's just he's my inspiration. It's a nice pick. Harley, our favorite Harley has a question. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler now? She wants to know. My favorite wrestler now, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Mm. Not a bad pick either. Seth Rollins is killing it right now. Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seth Rollins, yeah. He's, he's amazing. Especially yeah, it, with the laugh. The laugh that he does. We have a friend that actually has that on his sound effect board on his on his, on his, on his, on his podcast. It's hilarious. Just yeah. the laugh. <laughs> right? It's just that laugh. He's He's been... His his gimmicks have all been so different, but they all have the same twang to them. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. either he's the shield, he was a little crazy, but he was like he had the looks on his face. But then he went to like the heel version of him with Triple A Messiah. Messiah. <laughs> now this one that wears the the drip drip, <laughs> like, <laughs> Mister Drip, Mister Drip Drip, and he's coming out. He's coming out with like a different outfit every single pay per view. Like, yeah, like I last like every, last month it was the RVD. I think was it the month before Joe where he was kind of Elton John. Where he had I the keep look, saying this, where, I want to steal his, one of his jackets because <laughs> when I go to shows, I'm trying to find a suit jacket. And I'm like, hey, hey, Seth, if you're watching this, man, just DM us. I want your address. I want to borrow one of your jacket to go to a wrestling show. <laughs> I need one of those coats. <laughs> Probably look like I'm wearing my dad's jacket. Probably bigger than me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, in your promotion, do they do uh, intergender matches? Um, I'm trying to think. I've only, I've only been at MCW since the start of the year, so from shows that I've been to, I, I'd say no at this stage. Crap. All right. So, what would you say your pre-match ritual is? That you love to do before a match. Oh, well, a lot goes through my head before I have a match. But um, I'd say before I go out there for a match, I would. Well, obviously, I pack. I pack my wrestling gear, and I'll pack my weights as well. So I'll do a couple weightlifting and get myself strong and looking like a wrestler. And then, if anything, when if I've still got time, I'll listen to some music to just keep me in the headspace and. And yeah, and then when my time's ready, I just go out there, play my character, and just be the best me that I can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I was just about to ask, how, how much do you lift exactly? How much do I lift? Oh, well, I'm just trying to think because, like I said, 
here in Melbourne, Australia, we earned the title of the longest place to be in lockdown. So I was in that gym for two years and I've only just, you know, this year it's kind of been working my way from the bottom and going all the way up to the top because yeah. I haven't been able to exercise. So I'd say, uh, I'd say I'm sort of in the middle. So mm-hmm. yeah, I can't tell you exact because like I said, I'm just, I'm just slowly working my way back up because, you know, it's just been two years of having to catch up with so much. That That's rough. That's super rough because, like, when this pandemic happened and they started canceling all the wrestling shows, the ones I felt worse the most, I would say, you know, since I work in a grocery store, I was like, oh, God. But I was really worried about the you guys, the wrestlers, because, like, that's, like, your livelihood. You know what I mean? Like, wrestling, other than doing another job, but, like, wrestling was the thing. Like. It was it was tough because what, what the hard thing for me was is that, obviously, well, pandemic hit, lockdowns here in Australia were on and off, and I was actually meant to be wrestling all around Australia. And what was hard is that a week before the show, or even the day before the show, we go, I go on the news and there'll be an announcement saying, we're going to a five-day lockdown, then boom, bookings cancelled. Mm-hmm. And trying to, you know, postpone the booking was a nightmare. But here we are now, lockdowns are all over, and it's all worked out. But still, it wasn't a fun time in and yeah. outside yeah. wrestling. Yeah, you guys were locked down like the longest out of everybody, man. You know, I mean, you, they didn't let anybody in. It's like you in New Zealand, you guys aren't letting in, anybody in or out. Yeah, it was, it was tough because, you know, here, here, here in Melbourne, you know, with with me, like we missed birthdays and Christmas celebrations, and it was tough. It was really tough, and like every birthday we had, like we would have to do like a Zoom call with my family, and it was good that we could celebrate, but it just didn't feel the same as being all in one in person. So there was so there was a lot going on apart from just the wrestling scene, but yeah, everyone everyone had their struggles. There are in their own ways through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Everyone had their struggles. Yeah. But yeah. Now, so, now that, sorry, go. I was just about to say that now that COVID's over, uh, it's going to be a follow-up cl- question. What are your dream places to visit? My dream places to visit? Oh, I'm just... Uh, Harley's on fire today, geek. She's, she's firing up the questions right now. <laughs> you know what it's... Yeah, no, no. I'll answer your question first. So where do I want to wrestle in the world? Yeah. Well, obviously this year I've wrestled pretty much all around Australia. So I've caught up on everything after two years of lockdown. But yeah, heading into the new year, my big goal is to try and wrestle in America. That's the big goal. If you ever come to America, you should definitely try pencil, come to Pennsylvania because we have a lot of good promotions here. There's one that is close to me, but not really close to me. It's called PBW, and they have so many great wrestlers. I'll have to send you the link when the interview's over to PBW on the Instagram page. New York, too. New York, there's a lot of good promotions there, but like where I live, you can even watch them on go online and look up PBW Wrestling, and then you'll be able to meet Harley and be able to hear her yelling from the last row. And you'll be like, that's that, that, Joe was right. I like that. You gotta check out their YouTube channel because they have so many good wrestlers. Actually, coming up this week, they're having the pizza guy that was on AEW Dark. Uh, not Dark, not just Dark. He was on was AEW. Dark? No, he was on AEW. The pizza guy, Luigi. Luigi, Luigi. I don't know Luigi. if you know. Lu- Luigi Primo. Yeah, I, was, I was, I was thinking that too. 
Like I was uh-huh. just, yeah. Yeah, pizza guy. <laughs> I know it's the pizza guy because everybody says the pizza guy. I'm like, oh, it's the, the pizza, pizza guy. guy. Ever since after AEW, now everybody wants to book him. <laughs> Go figure, Harley right? Gets a merch stand at the show. It says the shirt says has a picture of Harley like this, and on the back it says the loudest girl at the PPW shows. <laughs> oh, bless. Hey, she loves her wrestling. <laughs> yeah, she loves her independent wrestling. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't for this guy, I wouldn't be so booked to independent wrestling. So, nah, man, <laughs> he's like, yeah. "What's that? What's independent wrestling?" Everyone's like, "I bet it was some kind of joke." <laughs> and then it was like, "It's like, why are they wrestling in a gymnasium?" <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> That's what I used to tell him. Why are they wrestling in the gym? It smells like basketball players in there. Ew. <laughs> yeah, no idea. He didn't understand at first, but you know. Then he showed then, me the life. The, the awesome, like, the the awesomeness of Ring of Honor. And I was like, all right, I can hang. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're hooked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, we got another question from our, one of our uh, Mima Mania. Who was your favorite tag teams growing up? Tag teams, the Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys are always great pick right there. Yeah, yeah, they came when when WWE did uh, an Australian tour here in Melbourne. The Hardy Boys came out, and everyone just lost it. And yeah, they were amazing live. Yeah, That's yeah, so they, hard. yeah, they're amazing. Like I do look up to those guys huge, especially when it comes to tag team wrestling. I saw the Hardy Boys return at WrestleMania. Absolutely awesome. Probably you were there, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was so- amazing. I was sitting at home. I remember I was sitting at home that day eating pizza with my dad. And as soon as they came out, I jumped out of my seat and the pizza spilled everywhere. <laughs> I oh, made a video of that. Oh. It's, it's, what kind a, of pizza was it? I made lovers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's just, that's so awesome. You guys could actually experience WrestleMania like for lunch. They say, hey, I'm going to go have lunch and watch WrestleMania. <laughs> That's the <laughs> dream. Then we have to like. What do you mean eight o'clock? Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> like yeah. for you, it's- what, what the funny thing was is that because of the time difference in Australia and all that, WrestleMania would actually be on a school day back when I was at school. And uh, because my dad's awesome, my dad would say, "You're going to have the day off school, and we're going to watch WrestleMania." And I remember, that. That, yeah, and I and I remember there was one time I was yeah. at school because I had I had a test to do that was in the morning and. I, I was walking to the car with my school bag and my friend goes, why are you going home? And I said, oh, I'm going home to watch WrestleMania. And they go, oh, that's just... not fair. <laughs> that's imagine so that, awesome. Imagine that you're like, you're in class and all of a sudden, like right before WrestleMania starts, your dad get a, your name called over the PA. Come, can they get your, come to the uh, office and you, you think you're in trouble. Have your head down and shaming your dad standing there like what why you look sad? Um WrestleMania. WrestleMania is officially yeah. a holiday. Me, I would be sad thinking I'm in trouble because just me. Am I in trouble again? What did I do today? Like, no, your your dad would be like, Shut up, Joe. Shut up. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody <laughs> what. Well, well, believe it or not, my mom is is actually a school teacher, so she taught school, so I pretty much could get away with anything. (laughs) Oh, that's so much. That kid in school. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I was a good kid in school, I promise. Okay. Because my mom was a teacher, I had to hold myself to a professional expectation. Yeah. Except for that. Yeah. Except for WrestleMania. Except for WrestleMania. Is there any other pay-per-views that you remember as a kid that like that stuck to you? You're like, oh, that's my pay-per-view besides WrestleMania. Oh, I'm, well, I'm gonna. Well, if I'm being honest, I'd say the first ever all women's pay-per-view event, Evolution. I thought that was, was awesome. There. Yeah, the was all there. women's pay-per-view. Hmm? I was there. Oh, you were. Oh, I was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, well. If, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get honest. Growing up watching wrestling, I actually loved the women's division. Growing up, along with, along with looking up to people like Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, Edge, Rey Mysterio, all that, you name it. I was a huge fan of the, of the women's division. Like growing up, when I was first introduced to, to wrestling, I loved the Mickey James and Trish Stratus feud. That was amazing. Just Mickey James being the psycho and being crazy for Trish Stratus, like, that was amazing. And watching Evolution and seeing them, like, reunite that storyline just brought back the memory and, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah like. I, I was just about to ask you, sorry. Yeah, yeah you're right. I was, just, I, I was just about to ask you, what would be, like, your favorite WrestleMania match? Because I can kind of figure it's that seven WrestleMania 17 match. Am I right or not? Uh... There's a few favorite WrestleMania matches, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to go top three again. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all right. Um, I'd say Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy. That, mm. that was amazing. And the one with Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar when he defeated him in the very first, you know, when they were the first matchup, he defeated him just like that. Like, that was, that was amazing. Yeah, we were there. We were oh, you were there? Yeah, we were wrestling. Me and John oh, both there. I'm jealous. I, I really want to fly over and go to WrestleMania live. Like, that would be a dream come true. Yeah. Yeah, and the other one would be, and I'm just trying to think what the other one would be, because, you know, WrestleMania was just, ugh. The past WrestleMania that went by, the Sheamus versus Riddle match, like, that was that was amazing. Yeah. yeah like, like, every WrestleMania, like, it just, it just gets better and better. Like, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. list goes on and on and on. My, my favorite. It's funny. Oh, I actually made a reaction. Sorry, sorry, Lance. Okay. No, go ahead, I made I a reaction when he won the belt. It was so funny. I made a reaction. It was before we did our podcast. It was like me, my dad, and our our mod. And it was just hilarious. Oh, yeah. We have Scarecrow in the chat. Another wrestler is in the chat. Another, another Scarecrow is He's trying to scare us. Two, yes. Let's say it was our, two, two, our guest from last night. It's the Scarecrow yeah. from Long Island. Cheap plug. <laughs> plug. Last night's episode. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That was our guest from last night. He's coming by to say hi again. We're, we're, talk, we're talking our favorite WrestleMania matches, Joe. Mine, mine, it's hard to talk about because I feel like that if I say it, if I have to bleep myself, it's just Shawn Michaels versus Triple H versus in a title match, and and won because <laughs> I can't even say crisp. <laughs> B Ben Chris Ben. 
<laughs> that guy, Chris Benoit. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> it was my favorite match because that was my very first WrestleMania I've ever been to. It was WrestleMania 20. Yeah. And I got a it was a double awesome because seeing two WCW wrestlers at the top of their game in the ring hugging each other at the end of WrestleMania and I got a chance to see the Undertaker's return. Yeah. Same time. That was yeah. double cool. And got a chance to see Paul Barra live in the garden. So, like, I kind of got spoiled. <laughs> One WrestleMania spoiled twice. Yeah. Not once, but twice. That's awesome. It doesn't happen a lot at WrestleMania. You get spoiled two times. No. I, 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 like I said earlier, it isn't, it isn't every day that in one year, people from WWE come down to Australia to train a whole academy. Like, mm. you know, I think great things don't come easy in life. And, and you know, just like life's just so much fun when, when yeah. you, you know, mm-hmm. find what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, my favorite match from WrestleMania, I'm just going to have to say, is it my favorite WrestleMania match live or favorite ma- match I've I've seen over the years? What would you say? I, I could, I mean, because I could tell you my favorite match I've ever seen from WrestleMania would have to be Triple H versus Undertaker. Yeah. WrestleMania 17. Probably, yeah. Probably not. Uh, not I've said, I'm going to have to say, if I, if I have to narrow it down to one, I'm going to say Jeff Hardy versus Matt Hardy at WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that was my that's my favorite match because you know the crazy shit that Jeff Hardy did, especially near the end when Matt Hardy hit that twist around on the chair. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just oh, just I, I I personally could never do the stuff that Jeff Hardy does, but at yeah. the same time, it's like you know you just gotta have so much balls and courage to do that stuff. Yeah, because those things are are career threatening injuries. <laughs> yeah. So, but yes, yeah, and and also my favorite match alive would have to be Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie. Oh, that was amazing. I watched that. That, that. that was amazing. That match, like, oh, yeah. that that Ronda. match was. Oh. Uh, it was ninety five percent people were there for Ronda. I've exactly. never yeah, seen that was that was her debut, wasn't it? Yes, it was, and I, I haven't seen anybody. Not booing Ronda, but like they boo now. That was there were ninety five percent there for Ronda, and I'm like, wow, what just happened? <laughs> and the match was awesome. Oh yeah, the match was awesome. Yeah, like for like yeah, Ronda Rousey, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I like, have a question. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. No, Keep you're going. all right. You're all right. Next, no, I was just. For someone like Ronda to hold the UFC championship and WWE championship, like that's a huge accomplishment. Big time. Like, yeah, it's a big, big time. Yeah, but anyways, what was your question? So I noticed on one of your clips I saw on your Instagram page, you do like almost like a split leg, like face breaker thing. Like, what, who taught you that? That was amazing. Oh, yeah. So I um I do do the splits as part of my my character and part of my moveset. 
Yeah, I mean, initially my finisher was Angel Wings, and eventually, you know, my trainer basically said to me, you know, you, you do the split, you know, you should come up with a Look at what someone like Melina was doing. And then I basically thought, you know, someone called Steve Austin was someone called I looked up to. What if I was to try to do a stunt and then I did in this position? And you know, at one time, you know, I gave it a try in training. Everyone thought it looked cool. And then eventually I did a show, hit the move, and the audience got the time for it. And it's like, you know, because I do this clip, it's like, we want to offer something to promotions and companies that someone else doesn't have to offer. So I generally think, you know, with my splits, I do need to, like, you know, work around my moveset and bring more of my splits character into it. So, yeah. so yeah, it's just one of those things that, you know, I just want to offer to, like, the audience and the promotions that some people can't offer. Like, I want to be different and unique to others. Yeah. So, so my, my uh, this is a little bit of the ordinary question. What's your yeah. favorite food? My favorite food? Yeah. A chicken parma with a sugar-free Coke on the side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. We love Italian food on this podcast. So, like, we're the, we like pizza. We like tacos. We tacos like, nice. I'm yeah. a fan. I'm half Puerto Rican, so I would say, like, rice and beans. You know, like, nice big pork thigh with, like, a Either a can of Colombian soda or pineapple soda, <laughs> like whatever one I could find, <laughs> like on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've always had a pause since I was little, and I don't know. Whenever like I go out for dinner with friends, family, my girlfriend, whatever, I always get a palmer because there's been so many times that like I've taken the risk of getting something else and it comes out and it's a letdown. Why so just stick yeah. to the palmer? Yeah. yeah. So, another question is: I think I almost forgot to ask this. How did you get your start in the wrestling business? How did I start in the wrestling business? How did you get your start? How did you get your start? Uh, I'm just trying to think because I was five years old when I was first introduced to wrestling. So basically, you know, I was at my grandparents' house and wrestling came on and I sat down, watched with my parents, and that's when, you know, I saw Edge, who I mentioned earlier was my inspiration. And for all my years of growing up, I would watch wrestling and Eventually, one day I said to my parents, you know, I want to do this. I want to be a professional wrestler. And at the time, I was actually a kickboxer. I was a black belt in kickboxing, which was another reason that gave me my flexibility to do the full splits because of the high kicks that I did. And, yeah, then eventually I was in school at the time and I told my parents, you know, I've accomplished a black belt in kickboxing. I want to be a professional wrestler because this is what I've always wanted to do. And the rule was at the time that I had to ha have a job because I wasn't working at the time. And I had to get my driver's license. So, well, anyone watching this podcast, I encourage that you don't do this. But because I was that desperate to just get into wrestling, I faked a lot of my license. Oh, jeez. So I could get my pee plates quicker. Mm. Yeah, because, you know, I was just itching again to wrestling. So I faked a couple of my driving hours and eventually I went, had my test and I got my license to on the spot. And it wasn't long after that, that I got a job at a subway, which was my first job I worked at. And yeah, and then when I got my first income, I started researching wrestling schools. And that's when I found my first Cami PCW 
and I signed up and just went from there. And from then on, it's been one of the most incredible experiences of my life. And I just love wrestling and just want it forever. Anything else, Keith? Yeah, I have a couple questions. Um, I may have one more. How did the name Jordan Sparkles come about? Oh, the name Jordan Sparkles. Oh, it's a funny story. Yeah. Um. So my debut was around the corner, and I was entering, like, a battle royal. A battle royal is what my debut was, and I had no idea what, like, my persona was going to be and what my ring name was. And I remember the following day I was about to go, I had a bath with a bath bomb and it had like the glitter and that in it. And as I, you know, did that and went to the venue to do the show, I had glitter on my chest and the lights lights and that was shining on the ring. And I was doing my spot and eventually some audiences were calling out, hey, Mr. Sparkles, you're sparkly and all that. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's pretty funny. Hey, you're over. Yeah, and then the following wet Monday, I um went into um the training room with my trainer at the time, and he basically said that could be your wrestling name, Sparkles, because the audience really loved it. And I just yeah. said, Well, I kind of need a first name. And they were like, Well, what's a name that you like? And and I and I was like I don't know. And he's like, Well, your well your real name starts with Blair J. What is the names? And I was like, Josh, Jack, Jordan. And then he said, What about Jordy? And then we came up with the name Jordy Sparkles. And then it went from awesome. there. That is awesome. That story, man. <laughs> well, uh, well, a lot of people have a different reaction to it to how you guys do. Yeah. Well. I laugh, but it wasn't it's not laughing at you. It's laughing that it's so funny because the crowd was chanting sparkles, sparkles. Yeah, the audience, the audience basically gave me my name, and it's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's like it's better to have no. It's better to have a reaction than no reaction because if you had no reaction, you hear crickets. Then it's like, did I mess this up and decide to do something that I that won't work? You know what I mean, yeah. like. As I said, you made you made you made your mark without even knowing you made a mark. You know what I mean? Like it's oh, yeah. it's, it's a night I'll never forget. Like yeah. like my debut, had no idea who I was, and then my my you know the audience basically told me who who I was. Like yeah, it was amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. But yeah, what what do you see yourself in five years though? In five years, oh well. It's just one goal at a time. So, as I mentioned, next year I am hoping to wrestle in the U.S. But, you know, in five years' time, like, I do hope to see myself hopefully having a contract for NXT by then because that's my big goal in wrestling. Obviously, I've got other goals from outside of wrestling, but in the wrestling scene in five years from now, I hope to have a contract for NXT. Uh As my final question is, what would you say the biggest advice someone gave you is? The biggest advice someone gave me is, well, I'm going to say the biggest advice, well, obviously the wrestling business can be hard at times, especially with like trying to get, you know, yourself out there. 
that I'd say the best advice I've ever been given is that, you know, no matter how many doors are shut in your face, no matter how many times you hear no, no matter who tells you you're not good enough, just know that there's only one you, and as long as you keep going, everyone's going to see you shine. Definitely. That was my one, as you know. There's only one you, and you can get out of it. Yeah, definitely. Totally. Totally, totally. So, so, do you have any social medias that people can follow you? Or, uh... Uh, yes. So, my Facebook is Geordie Sparkles Wrestler, and my Instagram is Geordie underscore Sparkles. I do have Twitter at Geordie underscore Sparkles, but I hardly use it. So, if you're yeah. going to follow me, mainly on my Facebook and my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have any upcoming shows that you want to plug, promote, that you're going to be at? Well, next week I'm debuting for a fairly new company here in Melbourne called MXW, which I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to. And, and yeah, and then my last show of the year, which will be on December 10th, will be at Victoria Pro Wrestling, VPW. Which I know is one VPW. Of, yeah, which Wait, is, is hilarious. Huh? It's hilarious because there's one on Long Island. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like... What? And it's, it sounds similar too. What? I was like, what, wait, what, geek. What? What was the name of of the last promotion? Yes. VPW. Yeah. Yes. The, what, yep. what, no, no. What does it stand for? I mean. Oh, Victoria Professional Wrestling. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's the same name of the promotion on Long Island. <laughs> it, 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 no, but ours is Victory Pro Wrestling. Victory. It's Victory. But, but. Whoa, that, that'd be an interesting promo for you if you ever got into that promotion. <laughs> it's just one of those things that we just gotta see what the new year brings. Yeah, we we send you all the best. We hope you all the best, and and we definitely would love to have you come back on the podcast. In yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're awesome. You know? Thank you so and much for taking our invite. Yeah, we, we know it's we know it's early in Australia, so you know. <laughs> But thank yeah, you so I've much. I've got a whole day ahead of me, so yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm Joe the Third. I'm the Metal Geek. And I'm Geordie Sparkles. And we will catch you in the next one.